0: Hello, I'm Joshua Vickery. And I'm Mary Thompson Hunt. Welcome to From the Heart. Central Florida is widely known for its tourist spots and attractions, but many people don't know about its thriving arts community. On
1: this show, we are excited to introduce to you talented and passionate artists who shape our arts community. How do they create and why, and how can Central Florida benefit from an even greater arts presence?
0: On each episode, we introduce you to guests who are influential leaders and artists who are truly making a difference. From the heart, with a capital A-R-T. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, I love when you say A-R-T. It's so cute. And last week, you know, we had Rob Lott fill yes. in. And he did a great job. We missed you greatly. And
1: my girl Leslie called and in. And your girl
0: Leslie called in. <laughs> and I don't know how many actual voices were on the radio show last Week. You know,
1: when I go out to lunch with her, we didn't we don't need to bring anyone else.
0: Yeah, because you have a whole you have like a whole group of people that you talk to. Well, Jamie and Tracy of course did such a great job, And I have so much respect for Tracy Connor, the founder and executive director of Michelleli Puppets. Mm-hmm. You know, she's been leading that organization since its inception 33 years. Oh my goodness. She's been at the helm and I told her I said I've been at the helm of my 9 years and I'm Tired. Mm. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Thirty three. Did you years. learn something
1: about puppetry that you didn't know before?
0: Um, I, you know, I don't know that I learned so much about puppetry, but just about their organization. I had no idea that they use puppetry to be able to open doors of conversation for youth mm-hmm. about things that are so, um, you know, usually taboo and just normal day conversation. Everything from domestic violence to bullying, you know, to diseases. Like it was just, it was really cool to hear. And she was very. I'm candid about some of the stories and things that have happened that but she's people seen. People will tell puppets and not yeah, people. Yeah, that people will tell puppets. Did Leslie yeah.
1: tell you her Prince story by any chance? No, NHS? she didn't. She was on Sesame Street once and Prince was the um, the guest artist and you're not allowed to talk to him. Yeah. But she was there and she was a dove behind the, and they were on break. So she went, hmm, it's not me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> And they had a full-out conversation. He was happy to talk to the puppet, oh. but didn't want to speak to people. And wow. that was kind of cool.
0: Do you, Mary, do you remember our very first radio show when we were in the studio and we had a t- we have a TV that was used to be on? Now we turn it off and we said, <laughs> wouldn't it be really bad if we were doing this radio show and something would come across the news? Because it was yes. like the news. And in our very first show, while we were recording, that came across that Prince had died. Oh, my, forgot about that. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. We've had a few things happen in here. Yeah. There was like a a bombing or something one time. Another time.
1: Right. Anytime it's been on, we know something's going to happen. So we
0: just turn it off now. (laughs) 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 You're here. here. So the world is a safe place. Well, I'm
1: glad we brought that
2: up.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, (laughs) Well, we should mention, you know, we were, we, we were, we've been so lucky. To be doing this now for about three and a half years mm-hmm. between TV and radio and telling stories about uh, the wonderful things that are happening in our arts community, and we had done um, about a year and a half as a TV, and so we knew we were coming up on about a hundred episodes for our radio show, and we
1: wanted to do something special yeah. when it was our hundredth, right? Of course, yeah. of course,
0: like you would. And so we reached out to Tom, our amazing producer, and said, "Tom, you know where are we with our episodes? Because we started, um, we now can see in our podcast when we started as a podcast how many, but you know that." That number is a little not completely We could, accurate. could have yeah.
1: given a big party for everyone who listens. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. We were could have rented out a big venue and had, you know. <laughs> And so we were like, how many episodes are we from 100? And Tom said, well, you actually are at 111. So, <laughs> no,
1: no, no. Aww. Congratulations. Congratulations. Mary. <laughs> and
0: listen, everyone, we will invite you to our 200th <laughs> show party. <laughs> Two hundred. So today is show number 112. It's pretty cool, though. It is very My cool. My life
1: has changed from doing this show because. Um, I always enjoyed the arts. I've been a part of it because I've always done artistic things, but I never knew what it was to quite support the arts to actually go ahead and join because of what that means to them or to donate because mm-hmm. even if I only have 5 or $10, that's something if everyone did that. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm a different person because of what I've learned through our guests and from our relationship, uh, and I so appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm hoping anyone listening, you know that whenever – you know, even if you give $5 or if you go to one show or if you say something to an artist or ask a question of a performer, you're making a difference in someone's life yeah. because that helps them make more differences as
2: well.
0: And we're so grateful for Magic 107.7 FM and Chris Campmeyer opening the store for us Thank because, you, Chris. you know, uh, and and our guests today will know all about this. It's media time is very limited and usually it's about just promoting the next thing, you mm-hmm. know, a couple of Minutes to get the word out, and what's so special about this show is we really get to tell the story mm-hmm. of these organizations. We get forty-five minutes to dive just a little bit deeper and
1: behind the people who promote, yeah, why they do it, and those that perform and why they do that, and what it, what difference it makes to the people who come and the people who serve.
0: And Mary, I know you and I both have, and listeners, we hope you have as well. Uh, we need, we see the greatness of these organizations on stage, right? But learning about what happens off the stage, mm-hmm. and education, and, and advocacy, and working with underserved populations, and all the things that our organizations do that you might not know about. Mm-hmm. It's been really cool to, to talk about yes. it.
1: And you know what I love? Uh, we so often talk about things that you learn from the arts, but through the arts, you also learn how to work with other people. Mm. Because you know, just like at any job, any office, or even military, there are people you get along with, and people you don't, you still have to work. But in the arts, sometimes you still have to go out and do a love scene with someone or you still have to go and ask money of someone. Um, how do you do that? How do you lift that person who you're just so ticked off of? Yeah. you know, like that? But you find the way in, you know, so you have to learn a lot about your own energy and your own emotion and your own ability to let go. Uh, that's just one aspect of it.
0: Yeah. And Mary, how many times have you had to make out with someone on stage that you just didn't like? <laughs>
1: During show or like it, just make believe, pretend. No, rehearsal. we're talking
0: about acting here. We're talking about the arts. Okay, the question was okay. When it was about the what arts. kind of art do you think I'm in? That's what I want to ask. I mean, you've been on the stage for thirty years. Oh yeah, more than that. Yes, really. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing, though, yeah. Mary.
1: It, and I'm I'm honored. Yeah, I'm honored. Yes. Well,
0: you're incredible. And I, I love you. It. it's Valentine's Day. Happy
1: Valentine's and Day. And I love you, my friend. I love you, too. So, and to all of you out there listening, you're listening a few days after Valentine's Day, but we're sending our love out to you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Future is now. And to our whole arts community. So today we have two talk about a love couple and a power couple in uh-huh. the arts. We have John and Dion Didonna with us today. And these two wear many, many, many hats. Uh, and Mary, do you know all the hats they wear? I know
1: some. When I first saw John, it was as a performer, not realizing that he also directed. Now I know he produces, and also he's the chairman of a department at Valencia. I mean, when does he ever have time to sleep? <laughs> Welcome, you two. Glad that you're both here. Would you wake him up? Good <laughs> to be here with you. They we got, don't sleep. Yeah, they got in a quick
0: nap while Mary and I yeah. were, were bantering. Thank you for bearing with us. John, you've been on the show with us a couple of times, and, uh, you know, John, to your... Um, Add to those mini hats that you wear. You're also a mentor. And I know as I was starting CFC Arts, you have been a great resource for me as we were building and growing and connecting to people. And we're still doing programs with people in places where you open doors. So not only are you doing great work within your own organizations, you've always looked at the broader community. And so I, I'm, I'm sure this radio show is cool for you too because you love getting the stories out Absolutely. about all the good things uh, that are happening. So tell us about Phantasmagoria. Uh. I just love saying that word. <laughs> it's a like, fun word. <laughs> it is a fun Pretend word. Pretend
1: we're one of the yeah. audi- uh, listeners right now that has never heard of Phantasmagoria. Tell us the story. Yeah. Oh
3: my. Would you want to know the <laughs> fictional story or the real story? <laughs> you choose. Your choice. <laughs> Both. Both. <laughs> the fictional story is that Phantasmagoria is a roving troupe of performers. Stories storytellers who have traveled down through the centuries from the time stories began. <laughs> and we will exist until stories end.
2: Mm. So hopefully uh,
3: that's never, right? We'll really? always exist uh, with the stories. Uh, but in reality, in the real world, it is a um, theatrical troupe that was supposed to do one show. We were going to do one show. We brought us to get ourselves together to do a show called Phantasmagoria, a collection of horror stories and puppetry and dance. And ten years later, we're still doing it. Wow. It's just been working continually and it's turned from a once a year show into 12 months a year you know the entire month uh, we are doing shows uh, it's incredible did you create the first show for the Atlanta Fringe Festival is that the first time that you did it or no it was actually done just for an October show it was okay. one of our Halloween offerings one year uh, uh-huh. with empty spaces theater company which was myself and Kevin Becker mm-hmm. and Seth Kabersky we uh, came up with this idea for this and then it just snowballed from there we did a second year and then after the second year, we started doing special events, and now we're in our 10th year doing 10 to 15 special events a month uh, and for touring performances and out-of-state performances, and mm. we have a troupe in Atlanta, and we're creating a troupe in Missouri, of all places, and just a lot of stuff. Yeah. What's your mission statement? Mission statement is to keep the stories alive. I know mm. that sounds so simplistic, mm-hmm. but it really is. We hunt out poetry and stories and narratives that people forget about or have been lost over the uh, the centuries. For example, we did one just recently. We brought it back for a tour show. We did a Grimm's Brothers uh, tale that was censored out of the very first book. And we performed it in, I believe it was year four of Phantasmagoria. It's called The Children Who Played at Slaughtering. Um, mm. We did it that year. And then it wasn't until two years later that people quote unquote discovered it again and republished it. So it's like, we were like really mm. excited that we had mm, found this cool. this story. So we, we love searching up the lost stories or looking at religion and mythology mm-hmm. and finding the horrific elements in some of those as well and bringing it into our stories.
1: And why the horror? Why the, mm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> why, the... Mm. What...
3: why
0: not the horror? I <laughs> know,
3: that. Well, uh, horror has always spoken to me Uh, Because it speaks to, you know, mankind's fears, mankind's doubts, you know, it's the whole idea of building a fire and, you know, sheltering yourself around it and telling ghost stories to keep the ghosts away, you know, if we tell ghost stories, then we're not so afraid when we go home because it's not really there, you know, so it's that whole idea of telling stories by the fire that, you know, uh, attracts us. And we do tell other stories. I mean, we we have done love stories. We have done um, the the Christmas tales we do. You know, Christmas Carol now Mm. is in its third year that we do. But it's also a ghost story, though, Uh you know? Mm. So horror stories can be funny. Horror stories can be terrifying. Horror stories can be redemptive um, so there's just so much richness in them.
1: And they're I think always why. engaging when I say Phantasmagoria. Yeah. You mm-hmm. like reach out to us, sometimes literally. Literally. literally, yes. literally. <laughs> and, yeah. you, and you pull us into this state where we feel safe, even though we're kind of scared, just because mm. it's fun to get scared. <laughs> You're right.
3: Yeah. It is. It is. Absolutely.
0: And both of you have had experience uh, in the la- with with ghosts and with a, yes. a, a a member. Dion, tell us like I know that we talked about this on the radio last time when John was here, but I haven't seen. How's it going?
4: <laughs> Miss Murdy is doing marvelously. <laughs> <laughs> tell our <laughs> listeners tell us about Miss Murdy <laughs> in case they didn't hear the first one. <laughs> so, uh, what about four years ago now? John and I moved into a historical home in downtown Sanford. And we were introduced to the original owner of the house from 1925, Miss Minerva. She goes by Murdy Um She introduced herself on New Year's Eve. We had just gone over to check on the house. It was completely empty, hadn't moved in yet. And at the same time, we said, Happy New Year, house. She begins playing classical music for us, wow. echoing throughout the house. And at first we were like, "No, that's no." <laughs> so we scoured, looking all over the place. Somebody left a cell phone. There's a radio. Nope, nope. She played us music. Um, ever since she, she likes to make little noises. She mm-hmm. likes to play with the doors, mm-hmm. um, and she she's. It was her house first, so yeah. we look at it as we live in her house. And she's still active. She still is still active. <laughs> so absolutely. listeners, I've been to this beautiful house <laughs> and
0: I've seen the the the, the marks in the oh, in the window. Oh, yes, she let know, us know the, who she was. Yeah. Oh my yes, God. Yeah. absolutely.
4: She she gave herself little Ms. in all of the windows. Yeah, it's
0: I, it's awesome. It is. It
4: <laughs> is. We talk to her every time we come home. We say hi, Miss Murdy. Say I. Say good night, Miss Murdy, every night. Yeah, we visit and her once a year. Yeah, we go to the she, cemetery
3: and we she, visit oh. her grave. Yeah, well, once when a are year. you gonna
1: start charging her rent? Is <laughs> <what I mean>? <laughs> well, <laughs> we
3: technically,
1: we to pay should her. pay her because <laughs> yeah. it was her That's
4: house, hers. Oh, oh, yes, <laughs> it is her home. We are just living there.
0: But probably because you've been so respectful, and maybe this ties into Phantasmagore and your Mm -hmm. mission, I'm not sure, but like, I'm sure when you're respectful, the respect comes back, right? It's Mm -hmm. not, she she wants her home to be taken good care of. and
4: Yep. Well, and actually when we were, because there was some reconstruction that we had to do on the house, and she got very active Mm -hmm. with all of the workers, the painters, the remodelers. And I remember we, John and I came in, or maybe just John, I can't remember, but I know we bolted it on our own. We said, "All right, I know there's a lot going on. I know you're getting antsy. We're making thing. We're making changes. We promise you're going to like them. Just <laughs> bear with us for a little while and the crazy happenings calm down." Wow. She she still made it known that she, it was still her house and she wasn't too happy. She didn't like the tile in the kitchen. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm I'm was it
3: the color? Or it like I don't know. She the the contractors called me in a panic because. I guess she had taken a pile of it and literally dumped it on the ground. And I'm, oh, and then I'm thinking to myself, goodness. the contractors are trying to blame the ghost for breaking oh, yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, um, so I'm like, oh God, it's like, oh, how much broke? And they're like, that's what's weird nothing not one piece broke john it slammed to the ground it like lifted in the air slammed to the ground and nothing's broken wow. and i was like wow oh. yeah. interesting. see we're yeah. just getting
0: started with this story see, we yeah. just
1: left everyone on a cliffhanger <laughs> come
0: back and learn more about mm-hmm. phantasmagoria and the, these wonderful adventures in sanford florida here <laughs> Tony it's back here on magic 107.7 fm from the heart
1: Welcome back to From the Heart. I'm Mary Thompson Hunt here with Joshua Vickery. And at this time, listeners, we bring you to Porphyria's
2: Lover.
3: Hmm. A little poem for Valentine's Day with Phantasmagoria Horror. A poem by Robert Browning, first published in the monthly repository January 1836, which only received its final title in the year 1863, Porphyria's Lover. The rain set early into night, the sullen wind was soon awake. It tore the elm-tops down for spite and did its worst to vex the lake. I listened with heart, fit to break. When glided in Porphyria straight, she shut the cold out and the storm and kneeled and made the cheerless grate blaze up and all the cottage warm. Which done she rose and from her form withdrew the dripping cloak and shawl and laid her soiled gloves by, untied her hat and let the damp hair fall. At last she sat down by my side and called me. When no voice replied, she put my arm about her waist and made her smooth white shoulder bare and all her yellow hair displaced and stooping made my cheek lie there and spread o'er all her yellow hair murmuring how she loved me, she, too weak for all her heart's endeavor to set its struggling passion free from pride, and vainer ties dissever, and give herself to me forever. But passion sometimes would prevail, nor could tonight's gay feast restrain a sudden thought of one so pale for love of her and all in vain. So she was come through wind and rain. Be sure I looked up at her eyes, happy and proud. At last I knew Porphyria worshipped me. Surprise made my heart swell, and still it grew. While I debated what to do. That moment she was mine, mine, fair, perfectly pure and good. I found a thing to do and all her hair in one long yellow string I wound three times her little throat around and strangled her. No pain felt she. I am quite sure she felt no pain. As a shut bud that holds a bee, I warily oped her lids. Again laughed the blue eyes without a stain, and I untightened next the tress about her neck. Her cheek once more blushed bright beneath my burning kiss. I propped her head up as before, only this time my shoulder bore her head, which droops upon it still. The smiling, rosy little head, so glad it has its utmost will that all it scorned at once is fled, and I its love am gained instead. Porphyria's love, She guessed not how her darling one wish would be heard. And thus we sit together now, and all night long we have not stirred. And yet God has not said a word. The end.
2: Oh, wow. 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 And the studio wow. audience
0: went crazy over that. <laughs> I have to shake that one off. Wow. wow. Yes. Amazing. Wow. Mary, can we just spend the rest of this show just listening to John read poems? I know.
1: I know. <laughs> Please. That just took me away. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So happy, then, Valentine's yes, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, Valentine's <laughs>
0: Day. Be careful who you go visit tonight. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, well, Ooh. and that so that is the type of thing audiences experience, but then Combine that with dance and mm-hmm. puppetry and, and fire punk and, costumes yeah. and yeah. interesting movement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, you all, you guys, love collaborations, and I Very know you much. did one with our orchestra that we will oh, always, we always remember uh, as one of the highlights of our orchestra concerts. We did the Raven, oh. and the orchestra was a part of the yeah, storytelling. They telling. were behind us, doing it with us. Yeah, oh. by creating instrumental sounds and using their instruments. Was that and it the was at
1: shakes and the. No, it plant. was at
0: the big. It was yeah. at Calvary. We had a yeah, few oh, thousand wow. people there. Yeah, yeah it was, it was awesome. amazing. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. So, so what are some uh, collaborations you guys have coming up that you're excited oh, my. about? Uh, we have, well, the opera, Opera yes. Orlando.
3: Um, we've been talking about collaborating with Opera Orlando for uh, well over, uh, almost two years now, I guess. Mm-hmm. And finally, the perfect project presented itself. Where um, We're doing Pagliacci and Puncinella with them at the Dr. Phillips Center, mm-hmm. where we are the puncinella troupe. So they're doing this, something very unique. Uh, they're combining the two stories together, literally, oh, as cool. one story. Um, so we'll be coming in. We'll be doing some pre-show stuff with them. We'll be joining them at the start of Pagliacci and then in the second act when Punchinella begins, it's us for half an hour on stage wow. while they're interacting with us and singing. We do all the uh, circus antics and oh, tell, so cool. tell the story of Punchinella with our puppets and with us and you know, stage combat and sword swallowing and Um, mimicked fire dancing and all kinds of fun stuff on stage. I'm glad you
1: just mentioned all that because for (laughs) listeners, you're not just seeing actors up there. They tell poetry, they sing, they sword fight, Mm -hmm. they dance, uh, they juggle. I mean, there's like everything that you all do. You're just a plethora of talent up
0: there. We're a circus.
2: Yeah. yeah. And how did,
0: how does that work with your audition process? I mean <laughs> <laughs> Is it like do as many tricks as you can and like well,
3: some some comes in uh, you know, some people come in with it already learned. Right. Like they'll bring what they do, like the sword swallower, you know, she came to us and We've been working with her now for, for for almost five years, I guess. You know, so she, she yeah. had this innate skill set of sword swallowing, um, others, which is a whole other radio uh, show. Uh, oh, that's yeah, all- yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she's a doctor, by the way. Believe it or not, in real life, yeah. wow, um, but,
0: oncologist. Uh, yeah, no, no.
3: But other times, uh, we teach the people how to do it. Like all the fire dancers are taught by us on how to do uh-huh. the fire dancing or um, some of them just go off and learn skills themselves. Uh, Callum, our magician right now, is out learning these amazing tricks with whips. And Mm -hmm. we premiered that um, for the opera. We Mm -hmm. we did that little parade with them and we were doing the whip action uh, there. And we did it at a corporate event the other night, which was fun. <laughs> um, so it's, it's, we, keep, we keep expanding the skills, whether they're aerial arts or stage combat or puppetry or the more circus art type stuff like gymnastics mm. and stuff. We have a hand balancer now who works with us.
2: Wow. You know,
3: we keep trying to perfect this
0: so for our listeners beautiful. what is that what is that skill what is that thing you still don't have oh, wow. that you would love um, to have in your shows contortionist oh love yes. a contortionist calling
3: all oh, contortionists yes. yes. come there. find us <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that would be because fo- imagine what we could do with a real contortionist yeah. oh my god that would be really cool <laughs> the story of I the pretzel love it. yes exactly <laughs> I would love that but the, that's, haunted yeah. the, yeah. Haunted, yeah, the haunted yes. pretzel the uh, haunted <laughs> pretzel and so many just come to us with this, these wonderful skills you know and it's just beautiful to kind of incorporate what
0: they do into what we do and how do people find out about a distance like if if we want to come be in a show what does that look like
3: we're actually we do them once a year or once every two years um, and so we are about to do them again uh, this year we were hoping for the end of February but it's so piled up now with all the shows We probably have to wait till March mm-hmm. uh, but we you know through social media through uh, different things we announce it we do a headshot call we get the headshots in we look at the resumes we see if it's, it's a workable scenario so maybe You know, we'll get about 100 to 120 resumes. We'll probably call in about 40 to 50 of those people once we get the resumes. And then we'll pare that down to um, a callback of maybe 20. And then from there, there are some years we hire two. And Mm -hmm. other years we hire like, you know, eight or nine, depending on what the group has. Hmm.
0: Mary, I think you should audition. Come on. What are you going to? What will your talent be? And touch my toes. <laughs> there you go. Contortionist, you said there it. There you go. And I make things up. That's pretty much it. <laughs> Do you need an improv comedian for, <laughs> your, uh, for oh, your shows? Well,
3: <laughs> and that's what's funny is Punchinella is all comedy.
0: So yes. we are doing all comedy. We have Chris
3: Pruitt who plays um, Cyril with us, who hasn't been with the, the troupe for about three years, coming back to play uh, Cyril for this because he's a wonderful comedian. So it's the more whimsical side of
0: Phantasmagoria. Mm. Yeah. So you told us what Phantasmagoria meant, but why hmm. did you choose that? name was there <sighs> is there a story behind how that came to be um so yes and no
3: i've been wanting to do a horror circus for almost 30 years now wow uh, ben rock one of the blair Witch uh, people and i had always been talking about like what would it be what would it become and we never could figure out exactly what that was and then i was up in atlanta and i saw a um, kind of a multimedia puppet show that involved music and puppetry and live action and i was like oh i want something like this you know So I started writing it actually while I was in Atlanta, the very first one. And we were doing the story of Frankenstein in the very first one. And so I latched onto my old love for Byron and Mm. Shelley and the Villa Diodati and all that. And the book they were reading from that night was called uh, technically Phantasmagoriana in Mm. in German, which means Phantasmagoria.
2: Mm.
3: Uh, And so that's why I chose the name originally. And then the more research we did, it means ghost story. They actually used to do performances where you would have a seance and call the ghost and rudimentary projectors and slide shows would appear on the walls and people would think a real ghost was there because they didn't know any better. Yeah, they, they assumed yeah. it was a real ghost. So with these, these little magic trick, uh, some of them were scams, you know, <laughs> pay us lots of money, we'll you know, talk to your grandmother, um, that kind of a thing. Um, and so it's kind of stuck, this idea of the old ghost shows. Oh, so that's where the name came from.
0: So cool. So I have a
1: yeah. question for you, both mm-hmm. of you, actually. Um, through the work that you've done with Phantasmagoria, And through the relationship that you have now as a married couple. Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, How has the work made a difference in your relationship, in your marriage? How does it, Hmm. how does it work within it? I'm just curious. Hmm.
4: Um, Well, as simple as we wake up, we get our coffee. We both sit down at our desks in the same room and start working on Phantasmagoria. (laughs) Literally. I mean, it's, it's. We we are Phantasmagoria. Phantasmagoria is us. It's yeah. mm. it's actually scary in a good way just how – because I, I I love Phantasmagoria. I've been just as passionate about Phantasmagoria before John and I were even John and I. It was my heart and soul. And when we started our relationship, it just – it it grew twofold because mm. now two souls who live – and breathe. Phantasmagoria are working together to make it whatever it wants to become. Mm-hmm. And it's I love going out and doing special events as Lord Byron and Lady Submarine because <laughs> I get to do what I love every day with my best friend. Oh. So. What a perfect oh. Valentine's Day show! <laughs> that just said it all. <laughs> oh.
0: So, what, Lady Submarine? Tell us yes. about who she is. What
4: she is me (laughs) Um, no no seriously though there is a very 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 fine line between dion and cimmerine um and it's because our characters we were given the opportunity to create them ourselves Mm. so each of us in the troupe actually take parts of us and that becomes who we are on stage so what drives her
1: what does she want more than anything
4: Oh, depends on what day it is. Uh, Some days she's just silly and whimsical and wants to play around with a little fire. And then the very next day she will take a stranger out from behind a tree and slit his throat. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's hope there's there's like
0: a little bit more than a... very, 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 very <laughs> fine line. Yeah, no, we, all, we
4: have a li- all. of it. There's a little darkness in all of this, Yes. Yeah. In the, car- the troupe. Sure. But most of the time, she's very light. She's very whimsical. She. She's the silly one. Mm-hmm. Little too silly at times. Little <laughs> is that too true silly in real times. life? Yes. But Absolutely. <laughs>
0: is that so? How do you? Um, we ask this question, I think, a lot to actors is how do you separate the two, right? Like, because you're so, because there are such, so many similarities besides the mm-hmm. obvious, like, of course, you're not mm-hmm. slitting someone's throat, but like, there's you No, hope. no, no, never. <laughs> yeah, you hope. Never. Yeah. Um, let's hope your, your, um, <laughs> let's hope your poem wasn't a foreshadowing. <laughs> <or> fore... <laughs> so, but how do you, see, you know, you, you live so closely with this character. How do you separate those two? Do you find yourself sometimes living more in her world than yours or like vice versa
4: yes actually sometimes there is no separation i mean mm-hmm. we'll we'll fall right into our characters mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing it right yeah now, <laughs> i honestly. just heard your um, voice <laughs> change <laughs> <laughs> yes yes um it's just and and sometimes you're just mm, that's just such a hard hard question to answer because uh-huh. like i said we are i am lady submarine dion yeah. is lady submarine uh-huh. and I, she is so much me that I almost don't mind that there's really no separation. Is the
0: only difference the costume? I mean, is there... Oh, she it, wears that at home, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's
4: not, he, yes, yes, he's he's not wrong. <laughs> and, and Simmerine has multiple wardrobe changes. <laughs> um, But, but honestly, I, I really don't think that the separation is there because I want it to be. It's just... Yeah. I don't mind being her all the time. I love her.
0: Mary, I would ask you the same question because (laughs) I think there's something about, you know, playing a role as an actor or an actress um, for a couple of weeks, right? Mm -hmm. You you dive into the character, you do the show for three weeks and then you leave the character. Uh But for you guys, you can keep coming back to the same character over and over and over. And you do this every day at work. So Mm -hmm. when we come back, I want to hear you answer that question. You know, the 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 person you play on Main Street, mm-hmm. is that like Mary or very mm. different?
2: Okay, I want to know. A thought, and we okay. have
0: time. All
1: right. <laughs> we'll be right back on Magic 107.7 FM from the heart.
3: Poem, first published on March 31st, 1849, by Edgar Allan Poe. A dream within a dream. Take this kiss upon the brow, and in parting from you now, thus much let me avow. You are not wrong,
1: who deem that my days have been a dream. Yet, if hope has flown away, in a night or in a day, In a vision or in none, is it therefore the less gone?
4: All that we see or seem is but a dream within a dream.
0: I stand amid the war of a surf-tormented shore, and I hold within my hand grains of the golden sand. How few, yet how they creep through my fingers to the deep, while I weep, while I weep. Oh God, can I not
3: grasp them with a tighter clasp? Oh God, can I not save one from the pitiless wave? Is Is all that that we see or seem but but a dream dream within a dream?
1: That applause. The studio That's audience
0: is so appreciative oh, today. They really are. <laughs> that. That, that. That. that was
1: fun. All right, tell everyone what we wow, just read. that
3: was uh, so good. This is a beautifully wistful yet of course um sad poem from Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. You know, we know him more for his horror and his obsessive stories, and mm-hmm. there's certainly little elements of that in this, but this is a beautiful one. And this so is, there's such yeah, longing. Yeah, longing. Longing mm-hmm. and underlying hope even in the sadness and that's mm-hmm. why we love this one yeah tragic romantic
4: yeah. and can i just make an observation that it was published on our anniversary Mm-hmm, it oh, was. We got married yes. on March 31st. <laughs> oh, look at that. On purpose? No,
2: actually. Actually,
3: I didn't realize it until she just said it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for continuing to remind us of the love today on this show. Oh, it's so it's so good. On Valentine's Day. Yeah. Gosh. So welcome back to Magic 107.7 FM from the heart. Today, we are talking to John and Dion Dedana, who wear many hats. Uh, Dion actually is going to be leading a dance program with yes. us at CFC. Arts, yes. and we're yes. super excited she's already adored uh, oh. in several programs that she does for especially with our arts in action working with seniors and they just I love absolutely
4: you adore them oh my goodness gracious they are they just make my life so much brighter well
0: I need to give you I'm going to give you a compliment right here on the radio in front of oh. all the uh, tens of people who are listening <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> the thousands of people are listening so we had a list of probably 30 different people we wanted to choose from the beginner dance program and our staff 18 of us sat on the table and we looked at that list and we said okay who do we want to ask first and overwhelmingly it was you
4: if anybody can't see I'm blushing right now <laughs> true story
0: oh so you have a great reputation Dion. Oh, so we're you. excited about that so if you want to come this is non-audition open to everybody who just loves to have a good time and dance exactly come and spend time on Thursday evenings from 6 30 to 7 30 with yes, Dion please. Uh, you can check out cfcarts.com uh, and so Dion is doing that and many other projects John is um, of course the founder and leader of Phantasmagoria but also also, the chair uh, of the department of Valencia. Right, do you want to plug anything sure, fun um,
3: at Valencia? We're doing some fun stuff. Uh, we uh, Tim Williams, Anne Herring, myself. Uh, we're doing King Lear. Ooh. We actually oh, wow. literally just started rehearsals and herring. Oh, she's amazing! She's amazing. We've had her incredible. on the show a couple of times. Everything oh, she's she just does, brilliant. I, I wanted to just like crawl on the floor <laughs> to her feet and just look up at her and go teach me. Um, <laughs> she's amazing. So we had our first rehearsal with her last night. So we're doing that, and then after that, we're doing a very special piece. Um, for me personally, it's a, it's a piece that now is called This One's for the Girls, it uh-huh. was just off Broadway. And but originally it was a piece called Respect, a musical journey of women. And I worked with Dorothy Marsick on some of the original productions of it. And that was come full circle. And Dorothy's uh, handed it back and said, let's do this. So we're doing it at Valencia. So that's it. Just it just left off Broadway just a few months ago, I believe it was. So this is a lot of fun. Um. Uh, to do this again with her. Do
1: you uh, ever so... sleep, sir? No. <laughs> no. No, what are you talking about? No. Who that? <laughs> we we'll get
3: that in the afterlife yes. later. Yes.
0: And, and you, uh, how can we find out more information about Valencia's? Is there a website or. Uh, how yeah,
3: ValenciaCollege.edu? I mean, okay. It's got access to all the stuff, including the arts, the dance program, the film program, mm-hmm. the music program. And there of course, so all performances are
1: open to anyone listening uh, now
3: if absolutely. they want to come. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, yeah. And, and not just performances, but auditions. Oh. Uh, we do, um, because we are a community based college. Mm-hmm. We are open to everybody, so our shows are usually a good mix of, let's say, 80 to 90% students and the other 10 to 20% are community members and I imagine oh, that yeah. comes in handy because you yeah. need mm-hmm. different ages and backgrounds exactly. right that's exactly. great that's awesome. yeah. so
1: how can people find out about uh, what you're auditioning for and when uh,
3: uh, Valencia College Theatre's uh, Facebook page is where we issue okay. everything or the Valencia Arts and Entertainment Facebook
0: page right yeah. that's Social cool media. and you, you love Facebook. Great, right. yeah and you have such a great team over at Valencia oh my god well Donald Roop, who yeah. works together with yep. both of us Eric absolutely. Yow also Eric Yow, Robin who? Olson
3: Rebecca Lane I mean,
0: so many. I know, people. know all these people. Well, yeah. and uh, yeah. and your and your fearless leader Wendy yeah. Jevaux-Glue, oh, just got yes. her doctorate degree. Yes, oh, We're so did. proud of her. She yeah. did a a, a a whole paper on, or her, her dissertation was on millennials connecting yeah. to millennials in the arts, and and I got to be a part of that paper, and it was so good. Yeah. It was so cool. And I'm working with Dr. Suzanne Salapa oh, on God. the health and wellness conversation. Oh, sure. So just so many rocking people yeah. at Valencia College. Yeah. A shout, a shout out to all of Love them being for there. sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So, um, tell us, oh Mary, we were going to ask you a quick question. Mm.
1: Yes, you, you remember about Miss Inga de Point? Yeah.
0: How am I like her? You know, you've never said that on the radio before. No, I've who never. Who is sa- Miss Inga, Inga de Point?
1: Always missing the point, except for fashion. <laughs> you see, Miss Inga believes that you could actually have peace on earth by simply dressing up. <laughs> Think about it: when you dress up, you feel better, you act better, and who wants to fight when you look good? <laughs> get all messy if we sent our our soldiers out in gowns and tuxedos they wouldn't (laughs) fight they would dance therefore the only weapon we need in this world is one fabulous outfit but what i do believe is there's some truth there to that and what i love about this perspective is that there's beauty in everyone she sees
2: Mm. i
1: love what you're wearing you chose a color that makes you look good today Uh. and you know that i can tell you do you just smiled What does that mean to you to feel so good? People will, and when I say that to girls, she'll go, Say, Ma, Say. The girls get all honoring. No, I'm serious. When when I tell them how good they look, and yes, you're helping the movement, (laughs) Say. oh my gosh they're so funny but Mary um,
0: there's, that's a lot of you in that character you're so of, encouraging uh-huh. and optimistic mm-hmm. and
1: it, it, it's an opportunity to open the door on a personal level that's non-threatening and then you can just love on people Yeah, and I'm one of those people even when I'm in a supermarket that people will come and tell things to <gasps> um, but I don't mind it I feel like but I'm not
0: quite sure there's a very 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 fine line because you've never told me that I look good in what I'm wearing oh uh, <laughs> Um,
2: <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm thinking of I know I have I've know I have. I've known you
0: a very long you know, time every
1: time you come out in a tuxedo if I haven't said anything that to you at your is concerts true. it's because they're I picking me say... up off the floor <laughs> but you always pick good colors and I even said that to you earlier and you dress for what is your comfort zone yeah. but you always look coiffed you know, I'm you're not one your that heart wants heart to be flashy. No. You know, but you are one that always wants to know, people to know that you put thought into your outfit. Yeah. Don't think I don't know yeah. that. oh yeah.
0: no. You know, it's interesting just talking about outfits. Not just I, I was one of those um, art leaders who said I'm never, I'm not going to wear a suit and a tie mm. unless I absolutely, I'm not going to be that ed <sighs> because I want to be approachable. Like you know what my mission is. You know, and people are always like, why don't you wear mm. a suit and tie like so and so? And I'm like, well, it's because that's not. Mm-hmm. You know, our mission is accessibility, so. You asked
1: something <laughs> about dressing with Miss Inga. I really, every time, everything we're wearing right now is a costume. Mm-hmm. And it's representing ah. a part of us and it's representing what our expectations are. Be comfortable, to to look decent, to, to look accessible. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do put thought into it whether we're aware of it or not. And when you asked earlier about the character, um, I, I don't think, I think everybody, when they move into a, a person that they're portraying on stage, they're moving into an aspect of themselves because yes. there's got to be truth there. Mm. So whoever it is, it's a heightened you in that part of you. I'm not always that way, but when I'm there, I am because that's what I do when I'm there. Mm. Just like what I am with my husband or with certain friends when on stage, no matter what you're playing on stage, it's heightened. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. where I come from in terms of performing.
0: Yeah, That's so cool. Mary, we mm. never talk about you as a performer. Thank you for giving us that moment. Yes. You I always bring
1: my lovely. mime self into here. <laughs>
0: You look thrilled right now. <laughs> no, I am. Thank you for asking.
2: That was so yeah.
1: sweet of
0: you. So, Phantasmagoria, mm-hmm. what what makes you most proud about this troupe? Wow, uh, the interaction with the our
3: followers and mm-hmm. our audiences. Um, mm-hmm. It's always good. There there are times it just makes me smile. I'll see like somebody will be posting about us somewhere, and somebody will make a comment. Oh my god, I met them. They're so nice, and they're so embracing, and they so they're so welcoming. That to me is just as important. You know what mm. I mean? Yes, the mission may be to to share these stories, but the fact that we can bring people in and make them feel like part of the the family—they actually mm. start spelling it with a ph, which is fun—and <laughs> um, they're members of the family. That makes me feel good, and it really—I think that of you know we the wonderful reviews are great, yeah, and the applause is great. But when you see something so personal like that. That's touching. I like that.
1: And because yeah. it is different, seeing Phantasmagoria, I remember the first time I saw it, it was with Matt Palm, as a matter of fact, because he yes. kept telling uh, Jason and I how much we would like it, and he was a great... He's such a fan of yours. Um, it's almost a little daunting because it, there's that haunting element about mm-hmm. it, but then you are also... Hi, come on in. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. You get a hug and you go, mm-hmm. oh, wow. Yeah, you're
3: okay. all a member of mm-hmm. our uh, Roma troupe, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it's um, yeah, so I think that's that's the most gratifying. And I children. I agree.
4: Oh, yeah, the children. children. Oh, uh. oh, okay. So I have my little fireflies, they're my LED fans. And I cannot tell you how many little faces light up yeah. when. I bring those out and start playing with them. Babies mm-hmm. will literally just stand there mesmerized. Mm-hmm. And the parents don't want to leave because mm-hmm. the babies are quiet and mesmerized. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's so cool. And it's just, I, 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 yeah, the children are just, because yeah. I love working with kids, and to bring a what is a horror and can be edge-of-your-seat show and bring it, to the children yeah. with mm. that whimsical feel, with that engaged in awe look to their faces is mm. just wonderful. I, I, I think one of my most favorite moments lately has been when I've come, I, I've, I've done a Phantasmagoria event and then I've gone to a completely different event that has nothing to do with Phantasmagoria and I have parents of kids who said, oh, my gosh, you're Lady Samarine. Mm-hmm. My kids love you. Oh. And I just I, I just melt because that's, that's so
0: cool.
3: Oh,
4: it is. It's wonderful. It just gives you such a amazing feeling.
0: Well, and I know that you guys, you know, you, you perform in a variety of settings. And mm-hmm. sometimes people can just walk right up to you and be immersed in what you're doing. Yes. Uh, and I've seen you in the setting where it. It was meant to be a typical show that you uh-huh, sit uh-huh, and watch. Uh-huh. But even in those, you bring it into the audience. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, You're so low on your edge because you're like, oh, my God, somebody's going to pop up right here <laughs> beside me. <laughs> but, like, you break down those walls and you break Absolutely. the fourth wall and you, you envelop the audience into what you're doing. And I think that's part mm-hmm. of why people feel like you're so accessible. I, so. I hope so. Because yes. you're intentional about yeah. that. Please keep doing yeah. that because I think that really – it does make people feel like they're a part of you. you it know? happened
3: by accident, Joshua. Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, we were always
3: definitely interacting with the audience, but there was still a remove. And we were doing a special event at the Orlando Museum of Art. Mm. Mm. And they were supposed to set up this area that was supposed to be our stage. Oh. And all of a sudden it came time for a performance, and we went in there, and all the guests were in that area. So there was nowhere to perform. So we didn't know what to do. So we all just kind of huddled up, and we went, let's perform amongst them. And we did. And it worked and they loved it. And that's why we've kept doing that. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yep.
0: Well, we're out of town
2: I and I don't want to be.
0: I know. How does 50 minutes already gone by? That's because not Because they're fair. so
1: easy yeah. to talk with and so full of everything, information <laughs> and fun.
0: <laughs> so please Love. check out PhantasmagoriaOrlando.com. Yes. There's also a Phantasmagoria Atlanta. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. So l- look out for information about that as well as going into Missouri, mm-hmm. which yes. we we're talking yeah. about. You're on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, Instagram yes. all of those fun things. So, um, wow, what a fun conversation Hear, today. Yeah. Thank you both so Thank much for being both. here. Thank you. It was it was a pleasure. A wonderful wonderful. You. Go and check out Phantasmagoria. And Mary, we'll have to go see the opera and, and Phantasmagoria. Oh, do absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Would I would like that beautiful. very much. Let's do it. All right, Listeners, thanks for joining us on this Sunday evening. We hope you had a wonderful Valentine's Day and a wonderful week. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you back here on From the Heart. Magic 107.7 FM.